Welcome to Profit Without Worry, episode number 86. Are you building a movement with your marketing? Let's talk about what that means and why it's so powerful for your business on today's show. Hey there, I'm Michelle Evans, and this is the show where coaches, experts, and business owners like us get real about what it takes to create a profitable online business. I can tell you from experience that nonstop hustle, plus random acts of marketing do not equal success. So how do we attract a steady flow of clients and sales without all the hustle? This is the Profit Without Worry podcast. Hey, hey, welcome back and thanks for tuning in. I love hanging out with you each and every week. Also, thank you so much to all of you who've jumped into your podcast app of choice to leave a rating and review. I cannot tell you how much that means to me. If you haven't had a chance yet, I'd love to ask for your support with that. Hop on over to, I don't know, Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called these days, to Google Play, to Stitcher, you know, wherever you're listening to this, and leave a rating and review because you know what? That tells the podcast platform that real people listen to this podcast and that you value it. So let's make it easier for others to find it as well. Also, I want to remind you that I love hearing from you. Yes, you in the back. (laughs) It's super easy. You can email me, Michelle at MichelleLEvans.com or just hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Tag me and use the hashtag Profit Without Worry so that I can see your message ask a question, leave a comment, or just say hi. I love to put a face with your name so that I know who's tuning in each and every week. All right, let's jump into today's topic, but first I've got a question for you. Have you ever been on the receiving end of a random act of kindness? You know, like the person ahead of you in line paying for your coffee. I remember a few years back, my husband and I were on the receiving end of this at a Starbucks drive-up window at a Starbucks really near us. I mean, look, we live in the Seattle area. There's like a Starbucks almost on every corner. But, you know, this happened this one day and it really stood out to me because I was like, huh, that's really cool. It was the best feeling, but we decided to pass it on and instead we paid it forward to the next person. In that moment, both being the receiver of a random act of marketing and a giver of a random act of marketing. So knowing, you know, that we got this and then feeling like, oh, but we don't really need it. So let's pass it on to the next person. It felt really good. It felt like we were part of, you know, like a a little tiny movement that was happening. And it was a lot bigger than just getting my husband, Jason, his uh, coffee, his like triple venti, whatever he drinks. Um, And I don't know, have you ever done something like that where you've picked up the tab for someone in a restaurant or a coffee shop, maybe even just left a penny in the bowl at a cash register, you know, where they have the little thing that says, uh, have a penny, leave it, need a penny, take it or whatever it says. Or have you ever, you know, bought a lukewarm glass of lemonade from some kid on the street Yeah, I've done all of those too and more. And it feels really good. It feels good to be doing something positive. It feels good to give to somebody else. It feels good to bring a smile to somebody's face. And it feels good to make that little tiny impact, right? The little ripples of of goodwill. 
It feels good to be doing. But while all those little random acts of, of, mar- of <laughs> not marketing, uh, random acts of kindness feel good, they're not, you know, adding up and doing a lot of good. Now, in that moment to that person, it has like a momentary hit. And I want you to hang with me because I'm going somewhere with this. You know, it has a lot more impact. Well, I guess I'd ask you this question. What has more impact? Me donating five or $10 toward a stranger's cup of coffee or me plus 20 of my friends banding together with intention where we each donate $5 to one of my favorite local charities that gets, it's called um, Beautiful Souls, that gets homeless families off the streets. So these kids who are having to sleep in cars or tents and they're scared and they're cold and they're hungry, it gets them off the streets and into hotel rooms and then it works really diligently to get them into permanent housing. Now, this charity is called Beautiful Souls where it's spelled souls like the souls of a shoe, not a person's soul. I love this charity. I'll link to it in today's show notes. You can go check them out. And I do whatever I can to get the word out there with intention because I believe in the work that they do. I believe in the impact of their mission. I believe that when I put my money together with other friends out there, that the work that they do, you know, with other people who I don't know, we all pull it together and it has a long, long lasting impact on children and families for generations to come. It is so cool, this organization, they'll bring families in off the street, you know, and and many times these families have um, a, a child or multiple children who are scared and hungry and, you know, they might not have a lot, they might have gotten evicted from their homes. And um, they bring them in, they bring them to this hotel, they give them a hotel room, um, they tell uh, the community where they can drop gift cards off or food or clothing. And there's nothing I love more than when I see that same family transitioning out of the hotel and into an apartment or some permanent housing. And it's it's so fun to be a part of this movement of knowing for that child or for those children and for those parents that it's having a massive impact to, you know, have this community net of support around them. I mean, recently it was a veteran and his wife and they had fallen on some really challenging medical things and, you know, they just, they couldn't keep up with their, their rent payments. And, you know, they had two toddler age kids and they were living in their car and they were trying to look for work, but with the medical stuff, they couldn't do it. And I, like, it just steals my heart, right? And I'm like, okay, if I can get 10 of my friends and we each donate, you know, 20 bucks, we can pay for two nights of hotel for these people. Like, it's so incredible. And it can have such a long lasting impact, much more than me paying for somebody's um, coffee. And not that I don't do that, but I would just rather be a part of a movement. Another favorite charity of mine is called African Sisters Education Collaborative, or or ASEC for short. ASEC is a fantastic U.S.-based charity. It's based out of Pennsylvania that has created an incredible program to educate Catholic sisters in Africa. Now, if you're not Catholic, it's totally fine. You don't have to be. Catholic sisters basically 
walk away from their life as an individual and they dedicate their life to serving the church and serving the people uh, in their community. And like, you don't even have to be Catholic to get um, service from these Catholic nuns or Catholic sisters. And, you know, in Africa, there's a huge need. Like there's people who come in and do, you know, build a well or whatever. Um, But these sisters are there for their lifetime, right? They're dedicated to day after day, year after year, decade after decade of service. And with just a small amount of money, I mean, $3 a day pays for a sister's education for a day. $3. Like it's so much less expensive than in the US, but ASEC only works with really well um, qualified and well vetted uh, higher education institutions in Africa. But ASIC basically says, all right, we have these Catholic sisters in Africa and these communities desperately need things like nursing, mid, is it midwifery, midwifery? I think it's midwifery, farming, um, especially sustainable agriculture, um, food service. So like, um, how to make your food go further, how to plan out, uh, even just, um, having like stoves to cook law and legal advocacy, teaching technology, um, taking in orphans off the streets and more. I mean, these sisters, I, I love reading the stories from these sisters because they've dedicated their lives to helping those around them. And the ripple effect of my donation to educate a sister who then takes that education and dedicates her life to those in the greatest need within her community. It's incredible to see. And I mean, some of these sisters have started, um, uh, medical facilities that have turned into hospitals with, you know, state of the art, um, operating rooms. Some of these sisters have started up programs to, um, bring jobs so that people can work. Some of these sisters have rescued these poor orphaned kids off the streets and have educated them. And those kids have then go on, gone on to do incredible things. I mean, what they have done is so impactful and it's, you know, you can see the impact because the community, the health improves. So like, you know, malaria goes down, just so much stuff. Food becomes more plentiful. Kids get their education. Orphans are rescued. Um, and some of their stories just make me cry. I just, I'm so thankful for these women who have dedicated their lives to this that I feel like, okay, it's simple to, you know, have just a small donation here to be part of this bigger movement. And the best part is knowing that my, you know, $20 or $50 or whatever contribution to this organization is not just a one-time feel-good hit for me. The impact of that money and that education that I'm helping to fund has, again, generational impact that goes on for years and years and years to come. You probably have a favorite charity or two in your area as well. And when you become part of the donor community, you know you can see the impact of your contribution pooled with all these other people's contributions. And you know that you're making an impact beyond just the, you know, five or 10 or 50 or a hundred or whatever amount that you've given, 
beyond just that because it pulls together and it creates this movement. So, you know, when you do random acts of kindness, it's not bad in any way. Like, it's it's nice to be nice, right? But it's just a short-term hit of feel-good endorphins for you and the recipient. It doesn't usually go much beyond that. But when you donate with intention to an organized effort, your money is pulled together again with others to have a greater effect than any one person could ever have on their own. And you become a part of a movement that's much bigger and much more far reaching than you could ever hope to have with your own individual donation. And you know what? Your marketing should be the same way. Look, I still sometimes do random acts of marketing, little marketing activities that feel good that I do just because they're not part of a bigger idea or program or movement. It's just something that I do in the moment. That's not bad as long as I also have a bigger plan or strategy that I'm plugging into. There was a time in my business when I'd spend almost all of my time, and I am talking multiple hours a day, just about seven days a week. I was doing marketing all the time. I was busy with all the things. Blogging, guest blogging, videos, podcasting, guest podcasting, going to events, sponsoring events, speaking, holding breakout workshop sessions, Facebook ads, email marketing, like all the social media that I could possibly think about and more. I mean, it was exhausting. I felt like my full-time job was just to like be busy marketing my business, kind of like like Gary Vaynerchuk, right? Gary V is out there all the time. But what we don't see is that he has this system in the background that plugs in all of his activities. I didn't have that. I was just like out there doing feel good marketing stuff. Like, ah, I'm gonna get a post up. Oh, I have this new blog. Wow, look at this guest blog. But it wasn't ever going anywhere because I I was busy doing all the things, but I had zero systems in place. So I was always trying to hit it big with an activity. Like I was trying to hit it big with a guest post or I was trying to hit it big with, Um, a video or a social media blog or whatever. I was marketing my business in a way that was kind of like going to Vegas and betting it all on black, right? And hoping to win big. Not the best strategy for long-term growth. Although I do have to say, I was doing research with a client on on an ad campaign that we're doing for them. And (laughs) I came across this information. We're trying to see how long it took some of the biggest companies like Amazon to become profitable, right? And I found this article. Did you know that FedEx was saved by the founder? He was like cash strapped and almost at the point of having to close down his business. He didn't have enough money for payroll. He took the company's last $5,000 and flew to Vegas, where he spent the weekend playing blackjack, and he won $24,000. Now, this was back in the 70s. $24,000 was a lot of money back then. And it kept the doors open for just long enough for him to raise investor cash. Okay, That is crazy to think that FedEx was literally saved by betting it all on blackjack. But anyway, I'd rather not build my business that way. I'm I'm not the biggest gambler. You know, when I go to Vegas, I usually go to watch shows. I love all the shows there. I think the most I've ever gambled on any trip is like $80. I'm the worst in Vegas. I just don't like gambling. And that's why when I was working with clients and students, 
you know, we work to get away from what I consider to be a gamble, which, which is just run around doing tons of random acts of marketing. For me, that's too risky. I, like, I don't want to hope that something just hits it big and suddenly my business takes off. I want systems. But it takes a big mindset shift. It takes getting away from those quick, feel-good hits of doing marketing, feeling busy, feeling like you're doing all this stuff. And it takes shifting into the mindset of building a movement. And usually what I get, my friend, is somebody saying, I'm not sure if this is going to work. And so it feels better to just be in that doing, like that craziness of doing versus committing to building. Building your audience, building your message, building your offer, and building a journey for your audience to go through. I'm going to tell you, though, it feels a lot better to be a part of a movement than it does to be a part of, you know, just in the craziness of doing. So my question for you is this. Are you ready to build a movement? Are you ready to create more impact with every single act of marketing that you do because they're working together and people are joining in? I hope you said yes, because I've got a challenge for you this next week. Over the course of the next week, I don't want you to change anything that you're doing. I just want you to keep like a little sheet of paper by your computer or, you know, wherever you work. And your challenge is to simply take a look at all the marketing that happens in your business and then just answer the simple question. And you can just have like a yes column and a no column and just keep little tally marks. So the question is this. Is this marketing activity building a movement or is it a short-term random act of marketing? Kind of powerful, huh? So again, is this marketing building a movement? Yes. Or is it a short-term feel-good activity? I want you to just track it for a week. It's crazy when you actually do track it. I mean, I still track this every once in a while for myself because it's easy to fall back into that, like, oh, I just want to do, do, do. I see all these people doing all these cool things. I want to do them too. But it's not building a movement if it's not connected. I want you to add them up. See how you do. It's incredibly empowering to track and see for yourself what's happening so that you can put more of your efforts into building a profit without worry movement a profit without worry system, a profit without worry a path for your business versus getting stuck in the random acts of marketing where you're doing and doing and doing all the time. And it can feel really important, but they fizzle out fast and they never really move you forward. Profit without worry, it happens when the vast majority of your marketing is set up to build your movement and it invites your audience to join in. It attracts your audience to join in. It makes your audience say, oh my gosh, tell me more. I want to be a part of this. This sounds interesting. This sounds cool. All right. I'd love to hear how this challenge goes for you. What ahas did you uncover about where you're spending your time doing your marketing? Are you happy with how your marketing is shaking out or are you ready to make some shifts so that you're building a movement? Hit me up on social media or just email me, michelle at michellelevans.com. I love, love, love to hear from you. All right, as you were listening to this, did you think of someone who could use these insights about creating profit without worry in their business? If you can think of someone who could use this, would you do both of us a big favor and share this episode with them? 
It's so easy to do from whatever podcasting app you're listening on, or just share the URL for today's show at profitwithoutworry.com forward slash episode dash 86, and your friend can listen right there. And don't forget to download your freebie, The Five Steps to Profit Without Worry. You can get that at today's show notes or go to profitwithoutworry.com forward slash free so that you can see what it takes to create a movement with your marketing. All right, have an amazing week and I'll see you back here next week, same time, same place on another great episode of Profit Without Worry. I'll see you then.